Jesus is taking care of me. That is what I know. Jesus is taking over my battle. Jesus is fighting for me. Jesus is giving me grace. Jesus is giving me joy. Let's thank him and bless his name. Lord, we thank you. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And so, Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you for taking care of us, taking care of our children, taking care of everything that we want to do. Father, we pray this morning that you bless your children again and you take good care of them in the name of Jesus. That the word that I preach this morning will be a blessing to them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Okay, turn to your neighbor and say congratulations. Let's congratulate yourself and be seated. God bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. <laughs> On behalf of the church, I want to thank all the parents for taking care of these wonderful children. Children, shout hallelujah. Will you please stand up and clap for daddy and mommy. Now say thank you, Daddy and Mommy, for taking care of us. God bless you in Jesus' name. You can be seated. On behalf of the church, I want to celebrate all the parents in this place for all the school runs, for all the mix, all the conflicts, all the golden mall. Everything that makes these children to look healthy. Somebody say all the akamos, all the akara, all the akararo. The Lord bless you for all that you do as a church. We appreciate you. We appreciate what you are doing. We pray that the Lord God Almighty will reward you. You are not saying amen. Your labor over them will not be in vain. No matter how great you are, your children will be greater than you. Amen. They will give you joy all the days of your life. Amen. If you believe, say amen three times. Amen. Amen. Somebody said in one of the posts, he said this year's Christmas carol, that the silent light will be special because the price of rice has increased from 8,005 to 40 something thousand. So he said, when we sing Silent Night, it's actually be a silent night. But I pray for you, you will not lack money for rice. <laughs> Baba Biji is waving at me and saying amen very well. Everything you need to enjoy this Christmas, I don't care how much the chair said chicken, you have money to buy them. Between now and Christmas Sunday, the Lord will provide for you. You will not lack any good things. The Lord will make your life colorful and beautiful in the name of Jesus. Now, I'll be preaching this morning on the topic I've titled Serving God with Thanksgiving. Is take a Thanksgiving heart and a grateful heart to serve God and for to serve God for a long time. If you are not thankful and grateful, your service will be punctuated with sorrow. Yeah. 
And before you know it, you will stop serving God. And when you stop serving God, so many bad things may happen to you. God wants to serve him with gratitude and thanksgiving. Why? God always loves a cheerful giver. Whatever you are giving to God this morning, whether it's your time or money, God wants you to be cheerful with it. He wants to be thankful. I'm aware there are so many people in church that complain. And I know the reason why they complain why they are serving God. They don't know the importance of serving God with gratitude. Anything that you are doing for God without a heart of thanksgiving, God will not accept it. Or God will not reward it. It's a waste of time. God wants you to serve him with a heart of thanksgiving and a heart of gratitude. And I pray for you this morning as I preach this message. All of us, we serve God with gratitude in Jesus' name. Are you saying amen very well? Amen. Are you saying amen very well? Amen. The Bible says in the last days, there will be many boasters, proud. People that do not love, love God. And he said, ungrateful and unholy. Unthankful and unholy. In other words, we should be careful of the sin of ingratitude. We should be careful of the sin of being complacent with the blessing of the Lord. We should be grateful at all times. Because in the last day, there will be many people that will be unthankful. And I pray you will not be among them in Jesus' name. In Luke chapter 10, verse 1 and 2, and again verse 17, Jesus called the 70 people and empowered them to go and preach. He said, you are going without pause, but I'm with you. He empowered them to go and minister to other people. In verse 17, Luke chapter 10, verse 17, the Bible says, they return with joy to thank him. The Bible says, and the 70 return with joy. All of them return. Not one was missing. This morning, I pray that all of us, we have a reason to return to God with joy this December. In Luke chapter 17, verse 13 and 19, Jesus said to lepers, I have healed you. Verse 13 to 14. And in verse 17, only one returned. In Luke chapter 10, 70 returned. In Luke chapter 17, only one returned out of 10. And Jesus emphatically said, I have healed the 10. Where are the 9 people? Why is it that it's only a Samaritan an unbeliever that is coming to give glory to the Lord. My prayer is that when we are counting people that are thanking God, your position will not be missing. Amen. And you will thank him with a joyful heart in the name of Jesus. Amen. One of the reasons why people don't thank God is because they don't know the benefit of thanking God. I've just scripted some things and I'll be very fast about it. Maybe five benefits of thanking God or serving God with thanksgiving. I say number one, it provoke continuous blessing. In Malachi chapter 2 verse 2. Malachi chapter 2 verse 2. God says, if you will not praise me, I will cause your blessing. Another word for causing blessing is that I will stop blessing you. That's what God says. You never know how much God has done until maybe that is stopping your life. Maybe you don't know the value of good earth until you don't have it. Maybe you don't know the value of good money until you begin to beg for money. Maybe you don't know the value of provision until you have lack. 
But God says, if you will not give glory to me, I will stop blessing you. Thanksgiving provoke continuous blessing. In Ruth chapter 1 verse 10, Ruth bow her head to the ground to thank Boasi for praying for her, for acknowledging her. Ruth chapter 1, Ruth chapter 2, Ruth chapter 2, sorry, Ruth chapter 2 verse 10. The Bible says she bowed to the ground and she fell on her face and bowed herself to the ground and said unto him, why have I found grace in your eyes that thou shouldest take knowledge of me, seeing that I'm a stranger? What did Boaz do? Boaz did not give Ruth money. Boaz only commended her for taking care of her mother-in-law. Boaz only said, may the Lord reward you for the good job that we are doing. And Ruth bowed down to the ground to thank him for saying good word to her. And Boaz in turn also blessed her the more and said, when you are thirsty, come and drink water. And instructed all the servants, let grain fall for her on purpose. When you thank God for one, he gives you another blessing. And the blessing of the Lord will continue. There are some people you bless and they never remember to thank you. I was saying to my daughter yesterday, my first daughter, Omoba, I was saying, two people that have passed off for years from different locations decided to send a thank you message to me. One of them is Professor Abolade. He's working with Bell University now. He was thanking me. He wrote a lengthy lecture. I just opened my Bible in the morning and I saw him writing on WhatsApp. And he said, I want to thank you for the way you have fathered me, for the way you have encouraged me to finish my PhD, all that you have done in my family. I'm sincerely grateful. And I say, I'm happy. And as I was checking, another lady from Portacot, Staffolusha Usemi, also sent a lengthy message thanking me for all the messages I've preached for so many years ago and pointing out to the way of the cross. You see? And you know, when people thank you as a human being, you become very happy. That is the truth about it. And you want to do more for that person. Thanksgiving will always provoke a continuous blessing. If you don't want your blessing to be caused, if there's anything you have ever enjoyed this year, thank God for it. I know you may not have everything, but the thing that you have, that you want to continue, continue to thank God for it. And may the Lord increase your blessing in Jesus' name. Number two thing that happens is that when you thank God, it brings multiplication to your life. Your life multiplies in different dimensions. You see increase even from where you have not expected it. Your life continues to blossom and to grow. In John chapter 6 verse 23, the Bible emphatically stated that Jesus multiplied bread where he had given thanks. Anywhere you give thanks, there will be multiplication. Multiplication can only come where you give thanks. If you want things to grow and increase, you must thank God. Because of my time, Psalm 115 verse 1, verse 14, verse 15, verse 16, verse 17, verse 18. I've read Psalm 115 several times, but there's a mystery there. Psalm 115 verse 1 says, Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name. Give glory for thy mercy and for the truth's sake. The glory does not belong to us. It belongs to you. We give glory to your name. And verse 14, put on verse 14. 
Look at what happened when you give glory to the Lord. The Lord shall increase you more and more. You and your children. And he said, I will praise the Lord. God will bless me. And the last verse, verse 18 says, the Lord will even do more for you. If you don't know how to thank God, you will not enjoy multiplication in life. You must make it a culture. Anytime you want motivation, you begin to thank God. Don't complain because the things are small. Thank God so that the Lord can multiply it. And the Lord will multiply your life in Jesus' name. Number three, thanksgiving gives you a fearful harvest. A fearful harvest is a wonderful harvest. An harvest that will make people say that God is partial. Every time your pocket is full, your life is full of God's blessing because of thanksgiving. Psalm 67, verse 3 and 5. Let the people praise thee. Let them praise thee. Then the heart shall yield and increase. God shall bless us. Our home God shall bless us. And all the hands of the heart shall fear him. Somebody shout hallelujah. What am I saying this morning? It's like the economy is done. But you choose to praise God. The Bible says the land will yield increase for you. In time of famine, you are going to laugh because you are praising God despite the economy. I know so many people are telling us the price of things. Price of dollar to naira. Price of rice. 2022 compared to 2014 December. Somebody wrote a very lengthy message. He said, in 2014, the bag of rice was 8,500 naira. And now it's now around 45,000. Somebody said, even before, it used to be 2,400. It's not a new thing that the price of rice is increasing. The most important thing is that when things are expensive, you will not feed them. Can I hear your loudest? Amen. You will have more than enough money to buy it. God will provide for you. He will give you a fearful harvest. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the time of famine, the Lord blessed Isaac. He reaped hundred food in time of famine. In the time of famine in Egypt, Father Abraham, Father Jacob, had enough even to pay double for the price of food. When the money failed, God provided for him. The same God that they have is the same God that you have. In this time of famine too, God will provide for you. And he will give you harvest in Jesus' name. What happened when we thank God? Number four, it brings down divine intervention. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20 to 22. Jehoshaphat appointed singer to thank God in the face of war. And the Bible says, as they began to thank God, the Lord sent ambushment against their enemy. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I thank you for your mercies endure it forever. Say, Father, I thank you for your grace is available to me. Father, I thank you for all the journey mercy that I will enjoy this year. Say, Father, I thank you because you never leave me nor forsake me. Say, Father, I thank you because you keep me away from all evil. When you thank the Lord like this, divine intervention is for you. Psalm 114 verse 1 to the end. Psalm 114 verse 1 to the end says, when Judah or praise, praise, become your sanctuary, every obstacle will run before you. 
every obstacle we run. When Eastern went out of Egypt, the house of Jacob from a people of a strange language. Verse 2. Verse 2. Judah was a sanctuary. Praise. Thanksgiving was a sanctuary. The instrument of war in the wilderness is praise. Raise your hands to heaven. I can't see your hand though. Say, I will praise God from everlasting to everlasting. Look at what it says. The sea saw it and fled. Jordan was driven back. When you praise God, obstacle move away. When you complain, you are attracting obstacle and problems into your life. Every complaint you utter is attracting sickness. You don't get anything by complaining. You get frustrated and you get sick. The only way to enjoy God and to enjoy your life is by thanking him. And that is why you must be thankful at all times. You know why? All things work together for good. And I pray all things will work together for your good in Jesus' name. Are you saying amen very well? Are you saying amen very well? Serving God with a thankful heart. I say it bring down what? Continuous blessing. It, it brings multiplication to your life. It gives a fearful harvest. Number four is what? It brings down. Okay. Thanksgiving. This is the last one I'm going to say this morning. Help you to appreciate what you have. You can never know what you have or appreciate what you have until you begin to thank God. Some of you have money, but you are not thankful. Maybe some of you, the only money you have in your bank account now is 20000 And you are thinking about, how am I going to survive the 20000 You are complaining. You never know the value of money until you begin to thank God for the little that you have. Do you know as you are complaining that you have 20000 there is somebody in a midst that what he has is one million and is also complaining. That's the way God looked at people. As we are complaining that you have 20,000, there's somebody that has 20 million and is also murmuring against God. If you see all of you meeting together and you affect all the complaint, will you not beat the one that is having 20 million and is complaining? And tell him that if I can just have 2 million from your 20 million, I'll be eternally grateful. And as we are complaining that all the money that you have is 20,000, there is somebody that is trusting God for 1,000. There is somebody. I sat in my office one day. I was thinking that I need 400,000. 400,000 naira. That was what I needed. Now take medical. I said, Lord, I need a provision of 400,000. Then one of my staff, also a member of this church, walked to me and said, Daddy, the problem I have now is that my, my form, something happened to my form, I'm having a problem, I need 10,000. You should know that the man that is praying for 400,000 has more than 10,000. Sure now. Sure. I look at her and I say, Thank God that you, have, you are looking for 10,000. The one I'm looking for is more. But to make my own miracle come very fast, let me give you the 10,000. 
I said, the problem I'm having is more than your own. Let God use me to say to you. So that my own miracle I can come very quickly. And I was seriously trusting God. Because I thought 400,000 would be a blessing to me. Will help me to achieve something I wanted to do very quickly. And I did it with prayer and with joy. And as I was driving on this road, my friend in UK called me. I said, Moss, I don't know what is happening to me. Something is telling me now that I must bless you. And you know people in UK don't bless easily. And you know them now. You know them. He said, I just saw something. And something is telling me. And I don't know why I should give you money. I just don't know. I said, you don't need to know why. You only need to hear God. Just do it. He said, I've been troubled. I'm seriously troubled. Why should I send money to you? I said, don't be troubled. Just send the money. He said, why? I said, one of the reasons you need to send money to me is that if you send money to me, I will use it for a good thing. I will not use it to buy rice. He said, okay, 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 okay. I will send it. And he now transferred that money as a gift to me. Thanksgiving will never make you appreciate what you have. It will reduce the blessing. A lot of people will push you to complain. They will push you to say God has not done enough for you. You will want to murmur. Maybe at the end of the month you have spent all the money or people are complaining around you. You quickly join them and also complain that God is not fair. And before you know it, everything that you have will depreciate. You're very high. The Lord taught me a very big lesson when I started working. I got a house. I used all the money for rent and there was no money for food. And I was seriously disappointed in God. Disappointed in myself. And I started complaining. And in the middle of the night, that house caught fire. I have to borrow money again to repent so that the landlord will not chase me out. When you complain, you lose value on what God has given you. The Lord asked me to read the book of Esther from chapter 1 to the end and see how people were promoted and they were demoted. Promoted and they were demoted. Because they refused to thank the Lord. Let me show you maybe two of it. The first person was Queen Varsity. Queen Varsity was asked to come and dance before the king. Esther chapter 1 verse 10. She refused. And they said, let her be devoted. Remove the crown from her. The art of the king was merry. And they removed her from the throne. And Queen Esther was promoted. Esther chapter 2 verse 9. She was appointed the queen instead of Varsity. Varsity lost her place because the king said, come and honor me. I want to see your beauty in front of all. She refused and they removed her. In Esther chapter 3 verse 1 and 2, Haman was promoted above all the chiefs. Haman was promoted very high and naturally people bowed down to Haman except one person that refused to bow down. His name was Bodekai. He refused to bow down and Haman was not happy because not everybody was bowed down to him. He was not happy. And before you know what was happening, Haman also was demoted, hung himself because he could not thank God for the little that he has received. In the whole land, everybody is bowing down to you except one person. And you are still complaining. He lost the position and Mordecai also was promoted. 
This is how God has organized life. You may not have everything you want or that you even need. But thank God for what you have and the value of what you have will increase. You will never appreciate what you have until you begin to thank God for it. In Luke chapter 15 verse 29, the father of the prodigal boy said to the man, he said, all that I have is yours. Forget about somebody that is returning and is taking the blessing. Appreciate the fact that you are forever with me and know that I have is yours. You will never see the value of what you have once you begin to thank God for what God has done. You may not have what I have. I may not have what you have. But whatever God has given to you, thank God for it so that that thing can increase in value. Don't let people push you to complain and to murmur. Because you are not me. I am not you. And we are not on the same journey. We are coming from different backgrounds. And we might actually be going to different destinations. So we are not to compare ourselves or compare our blessing. We should appreciate what God has done. So that no matter what God has given to us, can gain value. So that we can appreciate this and sincerely enjoy God with it. You need to serve God with gratitude and joy. Thanking God for what God has done for you. Thanking God for what God has done for you. I read, I read a story. I don't know whether I shared it with you before. One pre- president that died prematurely. The president of the U.S. He was shot two times. And the doctor quickly rushed him to the hospital. And they removed one bullet. And they could not find the other bullet. And they cover him up. And they watch him, maybe for 10 days. And they said to him, since the other bullet is not harming you, let the bullet be. Your body will find a way of overcoming it. And he was complaining. And they asked him, why are you complaining? Are you feeling pain? He said, no. They said, let the bullet be. So three months after, he organized another surgery for himself. They tried everything. They could not find it. They closed him up. When he recovered, they told him again, let the bullet be. Your body will find a way of getting rid of the bullet. He said, no, you must find the bullet by all means. After they tried several times, six months after he died, he did not die from the wound of the bullet. He died from the infections of people that were trying to remove the wound. They said he refused to appreciate the gift of life that God has given him. He dies in the process of searching for something that was not even painful. Maybe we have people here now that they are dying for something that will not hurt anything to them. They are just dying to it. Something that has no meaning. All because their heart is not filled with gratitude. You are dying for something that has no value to your life. Whereas God has given you life to enjoy. He has given you a good family to enjoy. He has given you peace of heart. Whatever God has not done, let it remain undone. Let the bullet be. Let the bullet be. God knows how to take care of you. And he will take care of you in the name of Jesus. Thanksgiving We help you to appreciate life. Appreciate what you have. Appreciate your blessing. 
And before you know it, your heart will be filled with joy. When you are appreciative, you will be grateful. When you are grateful, you will be joyful. When you are joyful, your head will blossom. Every part of you will be full with smile and laughter. But the moment you are not appreciative, you will be sad. When you are sad, everything around you will be going down and you will not know it. It is the spirit of thanksgiving that helps you to appreciate what you have. Stand up on your feet. You are going to start with your children, with your ex. I see these children jumping up and down. Thank God. CM was telling us when we were singing that we should thank God in this church that we don't have any of our children that is imbecile or lame or blind from bats or that is abnormal. Let's thank God that God has perfected his gifts in our life by giving us healthy children. Let's appreciate God for what we have. When you are grateful and you are appreciative, you will be joyful. Thank God for your own children. Thank God for the gift that God has given to you. Stop complaining in front of them. Thank God for this wonderful gift. That they are heavy. That they are doing well. Let's thank God. When you are thankful, you will be appreciative of whatever blessing that God has given to us. Let's thank God for this wonderful blessing. Let's thank God for our children. Whatever you thank God for will be big in your eyes. Thank God for your children. Thank God for your wife. Thank God for everything that the Lord has blessed you with. Thanksgiving. Help us to be appreciative of whatever God has given to us. So go ahead and thank him and begin to thank him and worship him. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's thank him for what he has done. Let's be appreciative of the wonderful blessing that God has surrounded us with. Thank God for your children. Thank God for your wife. Thank God for your job. Thank God for your income. Thank God for answer prayer. Thank God for open door. Thank God for the blessing of the Lord. Thank God for the church. Thank God for me. Thank God for everybody that God has used to bless you this year. Tell him, Lord, I am very, very grateful for all that you have done. Lord, I appreciate you. And I'm sincerely happy to belong to this family. I'm happy to belong to this school. Whatever you thank God for will be big in your eyes. Lord, I will be grateful and I'll be thankful. Lord, help me to appreciate what I have so that I can be happy in the name of Jesus. I want to appreciate everything you have given me, including men and women, including children in this church. Lord, I'm very, very grateful. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Raise your two hands to heaven. If we thank him, the Lord will give us harvest. Raise your two hands to him. Say, Father, I thank you for this year. I bless your name. From January to December, it has not been easy, but you have been merciful. You have kept me safe. You have blessed me right, left, and center. You have blessed me everywhere. Lord, I am grateful. Let the people thank him. And the Lord will cause the earth to yield an increase. Thank God and thank God. And more blessing will follow. Thank God for your husband. Thank God for your job. 
let the people praise him god shall bless us our own god shall bless us and all the end of the earth shall fear him some of you are not thanking him you are still murmuring and complaining that is why things are not working in your life appreciate god this morning and say lord i thank you in the name of jesus in jesus name we have prayed thanksgiving we multiply your life raise your right hand to heaven say father i thank you because you always hear me father i thank you because you can multiply my blessing father i thank you for the little that i have you can multiply it go ahead and begin to thank him it is thanksgiving that bring multiplication not murmuring and complaining go ahead and appreciate him and say lord i thank you Go ahead and thank him and bless his name. And say, Lord, I worship you. Lord, it is not of him that will it. Neither it is of him that run it. It's of you that showeth mercy. Lord, I appreciate you. Thank you because it is not my up and down that is bringing the blessing. It is because you are good to me. Lord, I am very, very, very grateful. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, open your eyes, everybody. Listen to me. Everything we do in church is an act of worship because Jesus has perfected the work at the cross. When you give offering, you are worshiping God. You are not doing trade by data. You are just saying, Lord, thank you for giving me the money in the first place. I am very grateful. When you give your tithe, I'm okay with it now. Okay. When you give your tithe, in God. When you give your tithe, you are worshipping God. You are worshipping God. God bless you in the first instant. It is the heart that matters. It is the heart of returning to the Lord that make God to see that you are willing to thank him. Anytime you refuse to worship God with your substance, with your life, God sees it that you are not thankful. And you are not holy. It is the heart. Psalm 115 verse 1 says, Not unto us, but to you belong the glory. It is not unto you. You can run after scatter and not bring much. And you can do little and everything will work for you. Very little and everything will work for you. I have knelt down to pray. And God has solved my problem with a simple thing. God knows how to solve Just one call can solve your problem. Somebody will come and say, is that your problem? Fearful testimony. You know that this is beyond you. This is beyond you. And at times, it's like a game unto me. And there are some of them that I need to tell you. I was here in the school. One other. One, I won't mention the other. One other called me. And say, sir, I heard about your school. I love your school. I want to give you land for permanent sites. In Osu State. He said, how many hectares of land will you need? I said, 50 hectares. He said, we have it. But I, would, I, I told him, I said, I will think about it. Whether I want to take or not. I was just saying, is he playing? 
Is it plain? Then some days ago, almost about two months ago, Okwe brought one man. He said, the Alara of Ara want to give you land. These are the testimony we hear from big men of God. And we say, it's not, it's not true. It's not true. It's happening to me now. It's happening. And he said, the man is in the U.S. He wants to talk to you. And he called me and he said, I learned about your school. He want to give you land for the permanent site. Come and take land. I said, sir, I have to think about it. I'll, he called me himself. And the man that brought him said, yeah, And I said, like, how much land do you have that you want to give us? He said, like, 120 hectares of land. He said, beside the road. I said, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I've had this testimony everywhere. And God is doing it every time for people. He's doing it every time. God is not stingy. It is not because you are smart that good things come to you. It's not because you are smart. Stop playing smartness. Stop playing smartness. Anytime God blesses you, it's because God has organized some people around you to bring blessing your way. It's not because you are smart. It is not unto us, O oh Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name. Give glory for thy mercy and for thy truth's sake. When you praise God, you provoke a release of another blessing. I'm not saying you are buying blessing from God. I'm saying you are provoking a continuous blessing. You are blessed already. But God is happy when you thank him. When you murmur, God is sad. God is saying, you don't know how much I have done for you. You don't know how much I have in stock for you. Nobody gets up by complaining. The only way to get up is to thank him. Raise your two hands to heaven for all you have done. It's not because I'm smart. It's not because I am good. It's because you are good. You did all the work and you deserve all the glory. No member of abundant grace should complain. If you are complaining about anything, look at other areas where God has blessed you. He has done great things. He has done great things. He has done great things. Let's thank him and thank him and appreciate him. And appreciate him and say, Lord, we are very, very grateful. Thank him for what you did not work for that they give to you. Thank, thank him for the ideas that work in your life. Thank him for the connection of somebody that comes into your life and work. Not because you are smart. It is not unto you. It's unto him that belongs the glory. Other people struggle and they do not have what you have. Let's thank him and appreciate him and say, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Open your eyes. We are going to thank God for one more thing. My wife said to me, he said, there's a particular year, maybe two years ago, that people are just dying anyhow. Any little thing, they just die. He said, and God kept us. And I told my wife this morning, I said, do you know this year also people are dying anyhow? It's only because it's not coming near to us. But Benjamin was in my office on, on Thursday and he told me the story of a man that came to check his uh, COVID status because he was not breathing well. And he said he did a check on him and he discovered that he was negative. And he told him, you are negative. But go to the hospital 
Let them see why your breathing is not doing well. And when you go to the hospital, say, well, you are okay, but let's do something to assist your breathing. I don't know what they call it. And he said no. And his wife said, let him do it now. He said, but I'm feeling okay. He said, ah, well, let them do it for you. He said, no, I don't need it. He said, two days later, he died. He died. Why there are no people that are just sick two days and they are gone? Kilo shele, kilo shele. What really happened? He said, he fed somehow and he's gone. This year that we are doing Thanksgiving, so many people also have died. That is the truth. Except you want to deceive yourself. So many people just, just one little mistake. Piam, they are gone. Piam, they are gone. A woman came to greet me in my office. He said, sir, you don't remember if I said, I don't remember your face. He said, you pastor me in victory. You are the one that pastor me. And there was a woman that I know there that I pastor. And I mentioned her name. She said, she's dead. I said, what? What happened? She said, she was sick for two days. And she died. I said, ah. Oh my God. He said, but a month after My wife said, he's a lie. That woman can't die. I said, they say she's gone now. Mrs. Father, we know the woman. Mrs. Ibanji. She was just sick and died. Full of life, influential, doing very well. My house, doing that. She just died. A month after, the husband also fell ill and died. So if you are alive, it's a function of God's grace. And you cannot be alive and still be complete. That's why I tire you. I don't know why you are still complaining. You are alive. Other people are just dying anyhow. But yet, God kept you. You are sick, you recover. You are saying, I don't know what I'm going to live, and God kept you. Yet, while you are still alive, you are still murmuring. You are still murmuring. Everybody stand on your feet. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I thank you. You have done so much. You kept me alive. From January to December, Lord, I thank you. Let's thank him for the gift of life. Let's thank him. Some people want to be alive today. They don't know what went wrong. And they are gone. But yet you are here. You say it's because I'm strong. It's not because you are strong. It's because the one that is keeping you is strong. The one that is keeping you is mighty. You are sick. You don't know what to do. And God healed you. You travel. You thought you were going to die. And God kept you. You are seeing danger ahead of you and the Lord kept you alive. The glory does not belong to you. The glory belongs to the Lord. The glory of your life belongs to the Lord and it deserves your worship. You have to thank him sincerely and say, Lord, I am grateful that I'm alive today is a function of your grace. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. When you thank the Lord, it provokes continuous blessing. So go ahead and begin to thank him and say, Lord, thank you for what you have done. Thank you for your mercy. I will never complain again. Lord, I thank you for all you have done for me. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Raise your two hands to heaven in worship. Precious Jesus, we thank you. Nobody can keep these people except by your power. It is not because of our prayer. It is not because of our giving. 
it is all because of Jesus. Jesus did all the work and he deserves all the glory. We have so many reasons to thank you. We are thanking you because of our children. We are thanking you because of our husbands. We are thanking you because of our wives. We are thanking you for Johnny Mercy. We are thanking you for good health. We will never be ungrateful God. We will not complain no more. But we are going to thank you. And we are saying what you have done is mighty in our eyes. It is your doing. And it is marvelous in our sight. Father, be thou be exalted. Give these people the heart of gratitude. Let this church appreciate you. Let them appreciate your wonderful blessing. Let them appreciate what you have done. Every spirit of murmur, I curse you in this house. Every spirit of complaint, I curse you in this house. You will not find a place in our midst in the name of Jesus. Every soul that worship here will be thankful. They will be grateful. They will be holy. They will not be boasters. They will not be proud people. They will be humble people that worship God with everything that they have. And your name will be glorified in our midst. Give us the heart of gratitude. Let these people praise you. And let them praise you genuinely without more money. Let them praise you with joy. As they serve you, let them return with joy. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. If you are happy, shout hallelujah.